so. Yeah. So um, what we've See? been doing is kind of exploring, uh, you know, the, the lesser known, the, the underbelly of Hollywood, um, kind of like the behind the scenes, you know, political mm-hmm. stuff, stuff that nobody you know, was allowed to talk about years ago. But Still now, well, yeah, but now with new technology and people just don't give a shit about talking about stuff, Mm-mm. it's kind of well, everything's out pretty much in the open, you know? Oh, definitely. So well, uh, we're going to just all, go all ahead. except her diary. Say again, Mike. All except her diary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about a huge part in her death. Well, we're going to talk about that because you and I, I think, talked about that maybe on the Kennedy show we did. Yeah. Uh, let's do this, guys. Okay, hold okay, on. Hey, let's do it. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of What's the Buzz. I'm your host, Mad Dog DeCipio, joined by the Pitbull, Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. How are you, Amelia? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm terrific. I love our new intro. Absolutely. It's great. We spared no expense for that one. It took me 20 minutes to make it. <laughs> that was a great intro. Um, Absolutely. We're going to use that. Uh, we have a really compelling show tonight um we had to issue a um disclaimer at the beginning of the show uh we are going to show some photos tonight and some video that is a bit disturbing a graphic in nature they contain autopsy photos tonight um and and people in various states of um decomposition so um if there are any children in the room, please escort them out. Have them watch SpongeBob or Barney uh, and have the adults in the room uh, enjoy. We are going deep dive tonight into the world of Marilyn Monroe and who killed Marilyn. And John F. Kennedy, of course, is going to be involved in this. And so is Bobby Kennedy. It's going to be a veritable mishmash of politics meets Hollywood tonight as we decipher what happened to Marilyn? And to help me through this muck and mire is, of course, the Pitbull, Amelia Pitbull Chapman. So, Amelia, tell everybody a little bit of why we're here tonight. Well, we're here to investigate um, her death because a lot of people believe that it was suicide. But a lot of us, of course, still believe that it could have been murder because there's still a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of what you're going to see tonight and hear tonight leads us to believe that it could have been more leads to murder, of course, because there's a lot of unanswered questions. A lot of people were in her home. A lot of phone calls were made to her home. And, of course, there's a, a call that was made to her home 
that threatened her and called her names basically and told her to leave Robert Kennedy alone and a lot of unanswered questions and as you're going to see later on in the show some photos are going to leave you with some unanswered questions and answer questions that we're going to try to answer for you that are going to make you wonder was this Marilyn is this Marilyn why are these photos like this as you will see later on and of course a lot of these uh unanswered questions have uh, been pretty much for 60 years been unanswered. Long time. Mike Murphy, former professional wrestler. How are you, my friend? I'm very good. How's everybody doing tonight? It's great to be back. Fabulous. Mike, what do you know about this? You Well, actually, I know that you know quite a bit about this. You and I have talked about it. Um, what do you know about the... the <laughs> The, the muck called the Marilyn uh, Monroe mess. Uh, well, I think uh, that's exactly what it is, is a mess. Uh, and I think it was purposely made that way. Uh, all the unanswered questions, cloak and dagger. It's to keep people jumping from one foot to the next, asking one question to the next question. And then when they get an answer to a question, it just leads to more questions, which I think is how it was set up to play out. I think you're absolutely right. And we have a newbie to the show tonight. This is how she wants to be introduced, ladies and gentlemen. Brianna Holmberg is cat mom. <laughs> so, Brianna, Welcome to the show. <laughs> you, you clearly know Marilyn Monroe and uh, John F. Kennedy had a, a uh, sordid relationship. You know, she was one of the, uh, the most preeminent movie stars of her time. What happened, in your opinion, what happened to this young woman that just uh, spiraled her life out of control? I think there's a lot of un unanswered questions that we need to discuss. I think you're absolutely right, and we are going to get into discussing them tonight. Let's, first of all, let me bring you up to speed. Uh, tonight, we take the deep dive into the world of conspiracy government cover-ups, and a Hollywood actress who knew way too much. For more than 60 years, the mystery of who killed Marilyn Monroe has plagued both her loyal fans and the casual moviegoer. Now, with new information and new technology, we're getting closer than ever in answering that question, who killed Marilyn? Monroe studied acting with Lee Strasberg at the Actors Studio in New York. And in the seven-year itch and bus stop, she began to emerge as a talented comedian. And everyone had great hopes for Marilyn Monroe. Um, and a few people who, um, who had hopes for her um, were Bobby Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy, um, a handful of politicians in Washington who all wanted a piece of this woman. She was generally considered the most beautiful woman in the world back then. Certainly, if you look at her pictures, there's no denying that. But she held a deep, dark secret from childhood. She was abused her entire life as a kid, as a teenager, a young woman, and even as a grown adult movie star. She was abused, both sexually and physically and mentally. Um, a triple threat there. Mike Murphy, I'm going to start with you since you are my compadre in this. You are um, uh, next to me, the eldest in the room here. Um, we've discussed this previously, Mike, on the show we did about John Kennedy. Yes. And um, 
It uh, it has left for more than 60 years, Murph, more questions than answers. And it seems that with every year that passes, more questions come up, but fewer and fewer answers. Why are we still riveted to this woman who's been gone from us for more than 60 years now? Uh, I think we're still riveted to the conspiracy of what happened to Marilyn Monroe, mostly because uh, as outsiders in the entertainment business, we like to see people rise up to a level. But yet, on the other hand, we also like to be there when they fall. Uh, uh, as far as Marilyn Monroe goes, like I said, you know, there, there, you'll get one question answered and you'll get handed three more. Exactly. Uh, with all, like I said before, all the cloak and dagger with it. But I think if you break it down to its simplest form, yeah, who was she seeing at that time? <laughs> who had the most gain? Or what? What? Or excuse me. Let me backtrack. Who was she involved with at that at the time of her death? Uh, what did she know? And A lot. who had the most gain from her death? Everybody. True, but I would say personally, in my now my own belief, I believe it was definitely a uh, a government hit. Mike, I couldn't have said it better myself. I am going to show you tonight, my friend, compelling evidence. We have, and I again, I have to caveat this. It's quite important I say this. No laws were broken in obtaining these photos. The photos you are about to see were acquired by Freedom of Information Act requests and requests to the National Archive. Not by me and not by this show. They were done by a third party not connected to this show who knew that we were doing this show. Let me say that. The photos are now public knowledge. They're out there. Having said that, you will see photos tonight of what I believe, Murph, is an absolutely staged crime scene complete with a Hollywood set. And that's what I'm and that's why I called it in this photo. Mm -hmm. I called it a set. And you're gonna see it in a little bit. Um, again, uh, this is one of those cases as Murph brings up to us leaves you with more questions than answers you you answer one question and there are four more lying in wait so um amelia we've talked about this previously yes we did okay at the beginning of the show you laid out a little bit of uh, your your scenario here mm -hmm. what do you think happened before we get i don't want you to take the deep dive just yet give me right. just kind of a glimpse mm -hmm a glimpse of what you think may have happened as far as, well, I know that whenever uh, she got married very young, because I think she wanted to escape from where she was at, as far as, you know, wanting to be a housewife, I thought, you know, maybe she wanted to do that work in a factory. Basically, yeah. I, 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 I have to interrupt you here. Cause mm -hmm. and I don't want, cause you're going down the rabbit hole. Right. I don't want that No, I'm I, just on the mm -hmm. surface. What, mm -hmm. what do you think happened on the surface? Okay, as far as when leading to her as death? As far as what happened to her. Okay, well, 
I think she knew a little bit too much, and they wanted to get rid of her, of course, to silence her, basically. Okay. And uh, would, well, that's the question then, Murphy. That that is the question, mm-hmm. and I I wholeheartedly agree as well. Here's the here's the million dollar question though: What did she know, and when did she know it? That's the question. I that think lady. she knew. Uh, first off, I, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump in. No, please do. Please I, do I Mer- think Marilyn Monroe. What Marilyn Monroe was depicted in her movies, from what I can tell, in my opinion. As the airheaded dumb blonde. The dumb blonde. Uh, I think Marilyn had a 200 IQ. I think she was a lot smarter than people gave her credit for. I think she, the people that she was with, be it Bobby Kennedy, Jack Kennedy, uh, other forms of heads of state, that kind of. I think she was one of those people who would sit back and listen. And take things in and file away. To where, and she played such an airhead in her movies that these people felt comfortable around her. Oh, it's just Marilyn. Don't worry about it. She don't know nothing. Here you go, Mike. Yes. Here's what happened. And I, I absolutely agree. Here's what they didn't expect. They did not expect this dumb blonde airhead woman to have a 200 IQ. Number yes. one. They did not expect, hold on a minute. They did not expect her to retain everything without notes, without writing anything down. She retained it. And then when she got into the solitude of her own home, then she wrote stuff down in a diary. We're going that diary is going to be very important, in fact, critical to that diary is the literal smoking gun of the Marilyn Monroe case. Which we'll uh, never really. see. Which you'll never see, but I will tell you that that diary still exists. Oh, I yes. Know that, I know it factually, because I know where it's at. Oh, so do I. I know, yeah, and you'll, you and I will never see it. Nope. Nope. So, Amelia, you were going to say something. Please do. Oh, of course, you know, whenever, you know, you get real intimate, and then afterwards you're done you're real, real close together you're going to have pillow talk and of course they're going to say what they're going to say honey when you're screwing the president of the united states the last thing you're going to do is have pillow talk trust me oh afterwards <laughs> you know yeah okay Cuban missile crisis was happening around that time of course he's going to know a lot you know uh, a lot a whole lot <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me tell you oh something. yes <laughs> let me tell you something this is a cluster for part of my language folks but this mm-hmm. is we have an, a an adult disclaimer at the beginning this case is a clusterfuck of what could go wrong did. Yes. It is a and veritable, <laughs> literal, pardon the, the, the expression, Murph. This is the living personification of Murphy's Law. Because yes. everything that could go wrong did. And to this To this woman. Yes. Okay. We're going to explore some facts now. Now. Let's, let's. Take a look at the beginnings in 1950s because we're going to talk about this. In 1956, Marilyn married playwright Arthur Miller, extremely, extremely critical playwright. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, uh, the, the Pillow Talk, in fact, mm-hmm. 
um, and briefly retired from filmmaking, although she did co-star with Lawrence Olivier, Sir Lawrence Olivier, mm-hmm. in The Prince and the Showgirl. She won critical acclaim for her first time as a serious actress for Some Like It Hot, which co-starred Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon. Um, hell of a movie. I actually have it. Her last film, what turned out to be her last film, was called The Mitzvit, with, which was written by Arthur Miller. It starred Clark Gable, a very aging Clark Gable. Their marriage failed at the end of filming of this movie. In the beginning of 1962, keep in mind, folks, we're going to talk about all this stuff. In 1962, she began filming a comedy called Something's Gotta Give. However, after she was frequently absent from the set because of illness and alcohol, they let her go. The film co-starred Dean Martin, a pretty, you know, respectable actor. She was fired from the film, although she was later rehired, but the, no, no one ever continued working in the film. Here's where it gets good, Mr. Murphy. In May, she traveled to New York City to attend Madison Square Garden, the gala for President Kennedy, where she sang Happy Birthday in that famous what they're calling the birthday dress. You're right. going to see a lot of that dress tonight. That's important, that dress. It may be as important as Monica Lewinsky's dress. In fact, maybe even more so. Um, she was alleged to have had an affair with John F. Kennedy. I think we know now it's more than alleged. Oh, yeah. After se- several months as a virtual recluse, Monroe dies from an alleged overdose of sleeping pills barbiturates in her L.A. home. Her death was ruled a probable suicide, and this finding was supported by the actress's, quote, history of drug use and previous suicide attempts. However, some believe that she had been killed after threatening to reveal her relationship with the Kennedy brothers, attorney Robert and President John F. Although there was insufficient evidence to support these claims at the time, there was insufficient evidence. Today, there's a lot of evidence to support this stuff. Marilyn had information linking the president and his younger brother to high-ranking mafia figures. Where have we heard this reference before, Mr. Murphy? I, I do not recall that day in question, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> you might recall if I say President Kennedy's assassination. Well, well, not only that, but if you look at it also, to go to the movie The Godfather, yeah, uh, one, the first one, yep, when uh, Vito Corleone's consigliere goes to the Hollywood director to have a sit-down talk with him about putting Johnny Fontaine and yep. giving him that movie, yeah. and what did the director say? He says, you know, I. We gave her dancing lessons, singing lessons. Mm-hmm. We were going to make her a big star. She was the best piece of ass I ever and had. And I've had, world, them all over I've had them all over the world. That's what he said. Right. Now, anybody with any kind of sense, even though they the time exactly difference who, was done, who was he talking about? Oh, they know exactly who she was talking about. Right. Here's something that's interesting. 
ABG brand, Authentic Brand Group, owns more than 50 consumer brands, as well as estate rights to celebrities, including Muhammad Ali, Elvis Presley, and Marilyn Monroe. Listen to this one. Can't make this up. You can look it up. Marilyn Monroe merchandise today in 2022 exceeds more than $500 million a year in sales. That's crazy stuff. Wow. Okay, we went through a lot here. We went through a lot here. So we need to talk about, first of all, how did she even come to meet President Kennedy? How oh, did this even lamb, happen? The lamb led the slaughter. Very, very good analogy. Um, so, Brianna, in a situation like this, you have a powerful head of state and the world's most beautiful, successful movie star. Is that a recipe for disaster? Or is that a recipe for what not to do? And what went wrong? And how quickly do you think it went wrong? Uh, well, they've probably a recipe for a disaster. They have money, access to drugs, access to alcohol. So probably a recipe for a disaster for sure. Uh, and alcohol and drugs, m most certainly in this situation. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a look first at a film clip that has, and I want you to listen to it very, very carefully, because I do not have permission to show it more than one time tonight, but it's critical. You're going to hear her voice. You're going to hear gentlemen speaking. You're also going to hear Joe DiMaggio say the word no. Watch this. Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me. She's gone to heaven, so I got to be good. So I can see my... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. So I can see my baby when I leave this world. fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. How we got something here. <laughs> but please don't make me look like a joke. <laughs> no. The car was stalled, the engine was dead. 
I couldn't stop, so I swerved to the right. Never forget the sound that night, the crying tires, the busting glass, the painful scream that I heard last. Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her. Okay. I hope you guys paid attention. Now you're going to see something you've never seen. By the way, uh, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. This is a, a picture of the Queen meeting Marilyn, 1961. I want you to stop. I'm going to stop this here. I want you to take note of two things. I want everybody to look at the podium where Marilyn is standing and look at the president and his cake on the bottom left-hand side. The photo taken above is Robert Kennedy, Marilyn Monroe, President Kennedy, and Alan Dulles, the head of the CIA. He's the gentleman with the glasses. Very important because he's the guy that ordered the hit on John Kennedy. Murphy, yes. you're, you're a military guy. Yes. What is the fact that the president and Marilyn are squaring off angular this way? He's looking that way. She's looking this way. But they're clearly speaking. What does that tell you? Well, that tells me that uh, they were definitely having words. And by the look on her face, you could tell she wasn't happy. Yeah. I buy that. This photo was taken in the White House. This was obtained by a Freedom of Information Act. That is Marilyn Monroe and John F. Kennedy. Mm -hmm. That's a real picture. There is a same picture. I want you to look at what she's wearing. Mm -hmm. Same Please dress she's on stage with. Thank you very kindly. There you go. Same dress. There's the dress. You saw her behind the podium. Yes. There's the podium behind the president. You see where her hand is? On her, oh, yeah. on his crutch. <laughs> okay. 
You see where her hand is? Yeah. Please take note that she's grabbing this junk, okay? Mm -hmm. This photo was taken by the FBI at Madison Square Garden. Remember, the only thing the public saw was that old film footage of Marilyn singing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. They didn't see this. Look at the clarity of that photo and look at the graininess of the film. Same dress. Okay. These are all people who were part of a meet and greet after this, by the way, was at Madison Square Garden. It's or, or actually after Madison Square Garden, after the, the gala, the birthday party. You'll know because of all the same people. They're the, uh, the bald-headed gentleman in the back. I was just going to bring him up. That's Alan Dulles. That's the guy that had the, basically said, take him out. Well, yeah, which is funny because uh, he's also one of the sacred cows that Kennedy fired. Exactly. That's exactly right. That was retribution, I think. Because we're revisiting the Kennedy assassination on November 22nd, 2022. We have a lot to talk about. Okay. Again, three photos taken by the FBI. J. Edgar Hoover's FBI in 1962. This was taken the year she died. Okay. I need to warn people now. Um, and it's a, this is a good spot for me to do this. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. You're looking at Marilyn. This is actually, and I had to, to double check this. This is actually her photo, her post-mortem photo. Well, for somebody who looks like they look like she got tuned up pretty well. Uh, brother, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait a Keep in mind, she allegedly died from barbiturates, despite the fact that Thomas Noguchi, the medical examiner, found no food in her stomach, no alcohol in her stomach or system, no barbiturates in her stomach or system. In fact, her stomach was completely empty. There was nothing there. Nothing. You're going to see a better photo. Uh, this is the same photo, but you're going to see a, a better version of it. I wanted to put both pictures in here for contrast because the next photo, you can clearly see it's Marilyn. There you go. Everybody that looked at the first photo said, where are her full lips? Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, in a state of mortem, when you're past, 
you don't look the same. Everything takes on a different appearance. That's why morticians have to look at pictures of you in life to, to know what you looked like. Because what you look like in death, you do not look like in life. Nope. Now, who the hell is she? That does not look like Marilyn to me. Amelia, what do you think's going on here? That is somebody that was placed for a um, lookalike for Marilyn. Murphy, plausible scenario? Uh, plausible, but I also want to direct your look at the mouse above the um, eyelid. The nose. On the uh, right eye. The ear is farther away than it should be. The ear is too big. Yeah. yeah. And, and the nose, it's, it looks like she took like she took a couple shots to the nose. Absolutely. And to me, that looks like we a have, different actress. Yeah. But, hold up. We have a, um, uh, uh, I want my slaw. One of our uh, regular viewers is with us. Slaw, welcome back. How much is her happy birthday dress worth now since Kim Kardashian ruined it by, first of all, let me explain something to you, Slaw. The dress that you saw Kim Kardashian wearing was not, let me repeat, was not Marilyn Monroe's happy birthday dress. Marilyn's happy birthday dress is now as it always was in the National Archives, and it will never leave the National Archives. I'm gonna... No one will ever wear that dress. I, I want to bring up something real quick. In the picture where it showed uh, Jack Kennedy looking, you know, with the birthday cake. Yeah. If you looked off to the left, you saw, I believe, it was uh, Jackie Onassis. It was. Mm -hmm. Okay. From what I understand, from Marilyn singing Happy Birthday to him, the way she sang it, Jackie O, who was very normally quiet and subdued. Oh, yes. Well, from what I understand. Pissed beyond belief. Very pissed. Your brother, I got she news for you. was livid. Pissed to the point where, well, I'm going to save that for our Kennedy show, which mm -hmm. you will be a part of, Murph. Yes. Mm -hmm. but because there is a piece of film circulating right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll give you a teaser. It looks like Jackie pulling the trigger <laughs> right <laughs> next to him in the car. <laughs> I, I've heard about that. Jackie and John Kennedy drank a lot, smoked a lot, fought all the time. They were not Camelot's couple. They well, the drinking I buy because, I mean, let's face it, the Kennedy family, that's where they made their money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they were rough. Okay, who's this young lady? Uh-uh. Uh-uh, definitely not Marilyn. The nose is too pudgy. She's got yeah. a pug nose. Mm-hmm. Definitely not her. That's her house. I want you to keep this in mind. This is her home. We're speaking about an actress... At the top of her game, making millions of dollars per picture. Okay? Keep that in mind, please, when you see her bedroom. 
Please not keep that in mind when you see her bedroom. This is her living room. Beautiful. This is Marilyn Monroe in her living room in 1962, the year she died. Okay. What she's sitting on is called a day bed. They still make them today. They're usually not that elaborate. That's a custom day bed. Look at the surroundings. She's got everything nice and neat and, uh, and pristine. Please keep that in mind. Now, I am supposed to believe that the woman you just saw in her living room sleeps in a bedroom that looks like this. You want me to believe that? Okay, uh, I, was born, I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. Yeah, but you know what? On the other hand, it could be because what the, the shot you saw of her with the daybed was obviously a promo shot. Okay, for like a magazine or something. It clearly uh, was, absolutely. Right. But so it was in her home. It's almost like that MTV Cribs. You know, they yeah, show you these houses with gold elevators and crap yeah. like that. Yeah. But they really don't show you how the person really lives. Not only that, but during at the time of her death, the cops came in and obviously were searching and looking around or making it look like something happened. Oh, brother, did you open the Pandora's box? Hold on there. <laughs> Boy, did you open You're going to see this picture repeated about five or six times, and there's a reason. Keep that in mind. Take note of everything that you see. Please note. Murphy, she had an overdose of barbiturates, uh -huh. right? Why is she got bruising on her? Why is her face bloody? Why is she got a big bruise on her back? Why, well, like does it look like, why does it look like this room has been airbrushed? Well, it's like I said, it looked uh, in the first uh, post-mortem photo. First thing I said was it looks like somebody tuned her up. Yeah. They beat the shit out of her is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so her was This one is very interesting. Nobody can explain this one. You're looking at the window into her bedroom. Uh -huh. Okay. She's on the bed in the picture behind you. Here's the problem though. The window was broken from the inside. All the glass is on the outside. If you're going to break into somebody's window, don't you have to be outside breaking the glass inward? Exactly. You would throw the brick in, not out. Nobody can explain that one. As the police uh, said, uh, the, the police said, it's in the official report, read it. The police said it was a botched burglary here. But then they explain that she had an overdose of barbiturates. Well, what is it, LAPD? Did somebody try to break in or did she kill herself? Well, it's like that old saying, Angelo. If you tell a lie often enough, eventually it becomes truth. True. William William Randolph Hearst said that. 
See that? No studying. Yeah. Uh, Again, take another mm -hmm. look at that bedroom. Yeah. Take a good look at that. Mm -hmm. Houston, oh, we wow. have a problem. Yeah, exactly. Brianna, what's wrong with this picture? Uh huh. It looks airbrushed. I, I can't tell what's going on. It looks like it, someone. Exactly. You can't tell what's going on. No. And, and then somebody was, flipped was, her over. It was purposely yeah. done like that, so mm -hmm. you couldn't tell what's going on. Yeah. The woman was on her stomach. Now she's on her back. Now, all of a sudden, she seems to be cleaned up a bit with no signs of blood anywhere. Mm -hmm. Interesting, is it not? Yeah. Okay. This room is going to be the point of some contention tonight. This is the room, allegedly the bedroom, in which Marilyn Monroe was found dead of a purported barbiturate overdose, August 6th, 1962. You're going to see this room again. Okay. She looks pretty cleaned up there, doesn't she? Very much so. So she had her makeup done. Exactly. Take note of her hair. Take note of her face and eyes, Mr. Murphy. You're oh, going yeah, to see all coiffed and done perfectly. You're mm -hmm. going to see that again. Exactly that way. Hold on. There you go. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with this picture, folks? Well, first of all, Amelia, her mouth is open. Her mouth is open, first of all. Yeah. And her yeah. eyes look a little bit open, and her uh, hands are put in the wrong position if she is uh, supposedly dead. And it looks like a wax figure to me. You said that to me privately. Explain that thinking to me. Well... Well, my best friend's husband was work, worked at a funeral home, and he actually showed me the embalming room. He showed me the process of what they do. They get super glue, and they do the eyelids to shut to where they don't open. And after the embalming fluid goes in, they actually get super glue and do the mouth so none of the, super, so none of the embalming fluid goes out. Right. And then, of mm -hmm. course, they do the ears and everything like that, and then they put the hands a little bit more lower down. So, and of course, if right. they have a rosary, they put the rosary down. And right. actually, the other hand goes like that because the wrist up here is too high up. Yeah. Because he showed me how they do the body because he was actually doing a body after. Uh, and he showed me all the process. And that's very wrong, the way they did that. And that looks like... There was another reason her hands were placed there. It looks like maybe that she no could have been pregnant. I don't know. That, that hello. That nobody knows. Mm -hmm. I found out today. Mm -hmm. I found this out today. She looks pudgy. At the time of her death, mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe was pregnant. Uh-huh. 
Well, that had been a theory for the longest time that might have been the cause of her death. Yeah, well, here you go. And go ahead, Murph. And at the time, you know, JFK being married, being president, being married, having a bastard child with Marilyn Monroe, and he was still only on his first term. It would it would have killed any chance he would have had at a second term as president. Hello. But also no the argument. night before she died, also her, her his brother was there arguing with her. They had a very heated argument as well. Well, don't get too far down the rabbit hole, Amelia, because we got <laughs> we're, we haven't even talked about Bobby yet. We're just talking about John. Right. You know, we're going to be here for a little while tonight. Oh yeah, definitely. But we got we haven't even scratched the surface yet. Not yet. What Amelia's telling you, you can see now. Her mm -hmm. eyes are open. Her mm -hmm. mouth is open. Okay. You're going to see a more visual description of her open mouth and eyes in a moment. Yes. But I want you to see what's going on here. Uh -huh. Right. There you go. Yes. Her <laughs> mouth is clearly open. Right. And her eyes as well right there. You could really see a good look of her eyes right there. All right, but you, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Please but don't. you remember back then, they, uh, with Obama and all, back then, they also used to, instead of using blue, they used to stitch mm -hmm. the mouth shut. True. Which mm -hmm. would also give it, even though it's stitched, would still give it a little bit of an appearance of being open. Um, I would normally agree with you, but this mouth is open and would expose any stitching that were there. Right, because you could see a lot of her teeth right there still. Okay. It says, can you demonstrate... Hold on. We have a question here. Why does nobody mention Frank Sinatra and what happened at his place a few days before. Actually, we're going to. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Wendy McGee, we have not gotten there yet, but we will. And I, what she's talking about was uh, a Kennedy. Well, well, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, well, what my slaw says, can you demonstrate how the arms are supposed to be placed? Yes. Amelia, show them. Yeah, it's actually supposed to be like further down, a little bit more down to your crossed in private. the front. Yes, crossed in the front, further down, all the way flat down, basically, as flat as you can have them down. Oh, by the way, the other thing I found out today: she's wearing a wig in that photo. Mm -hmm. Look at that's. You can look at that picture, and and now that I know that it's a wig, you can look at that picture and tell. That that's not hair. No. In fact, it looks like if almost call me crazy, but it almost looks like material. Yes. Like cloth material. Uh, entirely possible. Aha. Okay, Brianna. I'm going to bring Brianna in on this one. I want you to take a look at these, Brianna. And tell me 
and you don't have to be an expert in in forensics. Tell me what's wrong with these pictures, because they were all they are all labeled from the National Archives as Marilyn Monroe. I know Mr. Murphy is already knows what's going on here. Amelia already knows. What do you think's going on here, Brianna? Do you think maybe they put a wig because there was bruising on her head? That's entirely possible. I want you to take a look at these pictures. Do you see any differences uh, in these photos? Yeah, I see some differences in the way her hands are placed. Exactly. There you go. What else? What glaring difference do you see? The mouth. I see a glaring difference that's staring everybody right in the face. The outfit. The two different color clothing she's wearing. Mm -hmm. And the skirt, the, 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 um, what do they call that? Skirt, skirt shift or what do they they call them? The scarves scarves around her neck, red. The scarf around her neck is tied in a different knot in both pictures. And different colors. And different, yeah, well, I I said different colors. One's blue, one's green. Oh, yeah. One, she has her hands like this. Mm-hmm. The other, they're like, like this. this. Like this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, good eye over there, Brianna. Good eye. Her mouth is open. Her eyes are open. That is right. a photo that's undisputable. Right there, her so eyes are peeking. open. Houston, we have a problem again. Because now her eyes are closed and her mouth is closed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she. And you- Everybody, do me a favor. Take a good look at this picture. Mm-hmm. Take, I mean, take a really, really good look at this picture. Be detective here. I want you to. I want you to, 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 to put your you know inspector hat on and see what's going on here. Because there's a lot going on in this picture. Mm-hmm. Okay? Good. <laughs> Thanks to technology and photo enhancement, you're looking at what's on that table. I want everybody to see what's on that table. Marilyn Monroe was a obsessive compulsive neat freak. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's factual. We know that. Right. She also hated taking medicine. Okay. She was a drinker for sure. She wasn't a pill popper. She was a drinker. That's no doubt about that. You're looking at a bunch of pill bottles and a big mess on her table. Here's what I think happened. Mr. Murphy. Yes. There's no glass. There's no water. Mm -hmm. There's no alcohol. There's no decor. This is a movie set. This is a set. Somebody staged this death. We don't even know 
and I have my suspicions here. We don't even know if that's Marilyn because of the bruising and the bloody face. For somebody to die of a barbiturate overdose, they either had to be dead first and somebody just beat the fuck out of this poor woman's dead body or they, or they beat her to death, which explains why there were no barbiturates in her stomach. I think I personally think she was uh, beaten to death by uh, or died from uh, blunt force trauma. Uh, I want to tell you what I think. Again, this is a conspiracy show. I want to tell you what I think. All right. I think she was whisked away into witness protection for her own protection. It's entirely possible. That's why I think we saw three pictures of women that claimed to be Marilyn Monroe. We only only know one of them is the very first one. But like I said, Angela, the thing of it is, is once you answer one question, you get one question answered, you end up with three more. Slaw says, can't the difference in colors be written off as a different type of camera, filter, or lighting? It can be. It is possible. Is it plausible? It may be plausible under certain circumstances. There was one problem. The FBI took all of those photos. Exactly. Uh, from what I understand, the FBI messes up more cases than they solve. Well, we, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to get in trouble with the FBI. <laughs> right, we're going to be. Hi, well, FBI. Look, they, they, they have a job to do, and they do it. You know, I don't know if they do it well, but they do it. You're going to see, again, sl- subtle differences, but watch. There's already a difference. What do you see different? I'll go back if you want to see it again. The no, that's all right. The color of the blanket's different. The most obvious to me, the mm-hmm. gurney itself. Mm-hmm. It's a different gurney. Mm-hmm. It went from by the LAPD police report itself. Her body was taken out of her home put into the van and taken to the coroner's office. That's the case. It should be the same gurney. It is not. Different gurney. Details, my friends. It's all about details. The subtle details. Look. Look at the gurney. Look at the ambulance. Mike Murphy, what do you notice about that ambulance, my friend? Well, it's already got a gurney in it. Exactly. What else do you notice about? What else does it have in it? Uh, looks like there's something. I can't see it that well. It looks like there's something on top of that gurney. Uh, yeah, but there's something else there. It's called an air conditioner. Oh, that's, yeah. That's an air conditioned unit. Keep that in mind, because here's what you're going to see next. Again, again, we are to believe 
They want you to believe that she was put in the gurney, taken to the coroner's office. Then explain to me how this is the official gurney. I mean, how did, how is this the official ambulance? This thing's not air conditioned. It's padded. It's padded cushy. And the body in that ambulance is strapped down. Okay. All, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, all of these photos, all of these descriptions are from the official LAPD record. You can, you can find it yourself. It's all freedom. It's all it's all uh, full disclosure, public uh, public knowledge. And that's Marilyn. Wow, just a plain old marker, huh? Okay, now we got a lot to talk about. Right. Now we got now the show begins. Now we got a lot to <laughs> talk about. Right. We had a lot to go over. Okay. That was... Amelia, you and I privately have had conversations about this, and it drove us as equally crazy privately as it probably will here publicly. Yeah. So I'm going to suggest to you. Uh-huh. That let Mr. Murphy take the lead on this one. And I want to hear what Brianna thinks because she's got to have an opinion on this. Yes. Go ahead, Michael. You are front uh, and center. And here is okay. your close up. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, with the whole Marilyn Monroe case, in my opinion, I believe it comes down to what she knew, uh, what she knew, who she knew it about. Uh, and it wasn't just, you know, the president or the attorney general. It was other Hollywood uh, celebrities. She had background and she had stuff in that diary and, uh, and other places. She had things that they didn't want to get out. Yeah. And I think it got, I think that Marilyn was killed because, if you know, she died before Jack Kennedy did. Yeah. I think they... Uh, they sent, you know, obviously she was pregnant. Uh, they couldn't have that bring down Camelot. Ah, there you go. I think you they offed her. I think they offed her to basically to Jack Kennedy to send a message. I got a question for you, Mike. Sure. What did she know and when did she know it? Well, that's that's the million dollar question. What did she know? And when did and how long did she know about it? I think she had. I really think that she had information on the Bay of Pigs. And while uh, Bobby Kennedy was the Attorney General, because he was going after James R. Hoffa, uh, you know, and I think she had information on all of that. We are um, we are going to talk about Bobby. We've not talked about him, Mike. I want you. It's a great lead-in with the, the with Bobby and Hoffa. Um, Bobby Kennedy's war. <laughs> it's funny. It's almost comical now that you look at history, because here's a guy, Bobby Kennedy, who made his bones, made his way, as this uh, pardon the language, as as this. Mad dog for justice, okay? 
He's the president's younger brother. He makes him, he hand appoints him attorney general with yeah. no with no oversight, Mike, with no senatorial oversight. He just says, that's my brother. I want him to be the attorney general because he's a good lawyer. Okay. Does that mean that I could be the king of New Jersey because I'm a good citizen? Because that's hey. basically <laughs> what it means. Mm-hmm. Well, Here's what the, the hell? Uh, Biden made his son uh, a businessman over in Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but here's, here's, the there, anyway. Here, here's the thing, though. Bobby Kennedy was a, a and I, sorry, folks, but I got I have to drop one. He was a fucking hypocrite. Oh yeah. Because while he's fighting James Riddle Hoffa. He's making deals with people like Sam Giancano and Carlos Marcellos. And he's making deals with um, uh, uh, Johnny Rosselli. And, and, and Sam Giancana was and, also supposedly the one who put together the assassination on for the government. For the government, yeah. Yeah. Sam Giancana was the alleged architect of the what Mike is talking about. If you don't know, I'll just paraphrase it for you. Uh, Sam Giancana, mafia figure, back in the fifties and sixties, even to the early seventies, was the architect of the Kennedy assassination. Supposedly, again, uh-huh. allegedly. I I personally don't believe it was the mob. I don't either. I think I, it was a lot closer to home, brother. Let's face it. These guys get busted. They're dropping dimes on each other left and right. They oh, can't brother. hold the wall. I th- Mike, I th- I'll tell you what, brother, and you could tell me I'm out of my fucking crazy head here, but I think it was a hell of a lot closer to home than Sam Giancana. I think it was like Washington-based. Like, oh, it was a coup d'etat, no doubt. The killing like, of King like was a coup d'etat. Three-letter agencies like FBI, CIA, NPO, you know, you guys don't know what the NPO is. It doesn't exist anymore. It was called the National Program Office. It's now called the National Reconnaissance Office. At that time, technically, it didn't exist. <laughs> You're exactly right. The only people who knew about it was the president. Yep. But I think, I think uh, like I said, I, I don't. Everybody says, "Oh, the mob did the mob." I don't believe the mob had the talent to pull off something like that. Uh, the mob didn't have the, the chutzpah to pull it off. Right. <laughs> well, like I said, they didn't have the talent to set up shooters, have them come into town, and, uh, you know, have them come into town, do the job, and leave town without anybody knowing it. Mike, you have a question from the audience. Who were the suspects in the Maryland killing? Who, If you were to give me... Let's say the top three suspects, Mike. Who would you put at the top of the suspects list? The top three or four suspects? Uh, for Maryland? Yeah. Since Teddy was doing bit or not Teddy, I forgot. He's the forgotten Kennedy. Uh, since Robert Kennedy was making deals with Sam Giancana, I would put Bobby Kennedy at the top of the list. I would not agree with you. I would put either him or Alvin Dulles. I would put 
Mm, well, Dulles is going to be a very important figure in the, in the Kennedy assassination. Um, I would not agree with you that Bobby was the prime suspect. I think, quite frankly, an order that big came from the top. I think it came right from, from the, the president. Actually, I no, I don't think it came from the president. I think it came from the president's wife. That's what I was going to say. Okay. We're going to talk about Jackie in a minute. I think it came from the White House in this. And here's why I say that. When I say the Oval Office, the White House. I think it came from Jack because, A, he's the only one who had the stroke to pull that kind of hit off. He's the only one who had the power to orchestrate it the way it was. To infiltrate the police departments, Bobby, you got to remember something. Bobby Kennedy didn't have that kind of juice. He didn't. He was a Bobby was well liked by the public, but they didn't know what he was really about. He was a scumbag. Bobby Kennedy was a scumbag. So, for that matter, was Jack. Who okay. was the other person in the White House who had that kind of juice? Mrs. Kennedy. Besides her. It was the one person that worked with Jack Kennedy that couldn't stand Jack Kennedy. Lyndon Johnson. The vice president. Lyndon Johnson, yeah. Yeah. Yep, vice president Lyndon Baines Johnson, absolutely. Because if you think he had nothing to do with the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> oh, you can, Lyndon had nothing to do with Kennedy being killed at all. <laughs> okay we got a question from a young man he's 19 he's no this is i'm so this is i thought this was gravy how famous was marilyn monroe most of oh. us weren't around during this time um who would you compare her to fame wise today uh slaw how old are you straight i mean don't bullshit me real numbers how old are you it's important in me in me answering this question. Who would you compare her to today? Um, <laughs> Britney Spears, Madonna, Jennifer Lopez. What do you think? Uh, am, am I on Amelia? Am I on the uh, the right track? Here? I would say Jennifer Lopez probably. All right, Slaw is thirty. All right, so you're thirty years old. Okay, straight up. Okay, good. She. I would compare her to people like. Britney Spears, Madonna, mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer Lopez, uh, maybe uh, Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Amelia? Who else? I would say Jennifer Lopez because Jennifer Lopez is a pretty good actress to me. Yeah. She's one of my she favorites. She was a multi-talented um, entertainer. Mm -hmm. She really yes. was. Um, so, uh, Amelia, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to let you jump in here for a couple of minutes. Okay. Um, Give us your take on Bobby Kennedy. We got to talk about Bobby here. Yeah, because I know that uh, he was there the a few days before she had passed away, and of course they were arguing, from what I hear, because uh, of course the FBI did, uh, you know, go into her house and they did surveillance her home, and there was some arguing, and I'm I'm pretty sure that she might have told him she was pregnant. Could have been that we don't know because there was a lot of muffling because they really couldn't understand the argument. She could have told him I'm pregnant. You're going to marry me or 
you know, he said, no, I'm not going to marry you. They could have been arguing about that yeah. or, you know, are we going to be in a relationship or she could have told him I'm pregnant with somebody else's. Maybe he did love right. her. We don't know what happened. And I know that there was a phone call because she did have two different lines, one for her private mm -hmm. friends, one for a regular friend said, you, you know, she did say that there was a call from a lady saying, you leave uh, Bobby Kenny alone, you slut, you leave him alone or else something's going to happen to you. And she said it was a female voice. Right. What I understand. So that's where I get the Jackie Kennedy uh, that was responsible. Probably. It's an interesting. People... I'll tell you what. It's it's an interesting scenario you lay out. Mm -hmm. um, Brianna, what are you thinking? I got to bring you into this. What do you think here? I think they were trying to cover up a pregnancy. That and... was a big point of contention. I wouldn't disagree with you there. I wouldn't disagree with you. I, I think for me, the giveaway, you guys, on the pregnancy is the way that they laid her out. Amelia's absolutely right. She had her hands were covering her stomach as if to like sending a message. In other words, you know what I'm saying, Murph? Like she's doing this. She's yes. Doing and, one, one, and one thing I wanted to go back to for. Right uh, mm hmm. One thing I wanted to go back to for uh, coleslaw or slaw. Yeah. Who would I compare Marilyn Monroe to? Uh, Princess Di, Lady Diana. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Look, look Princess Diana. Look at the similarities. Yeah. They were both killed. And it wasn't both the killed. paparazzi. That was, that was a setup. That was a hit. Oh, absolutely. What, uh... What famous music artist wrote a song about Marilyn Monroe and also changed the lyrics in that for Lady Di? Candle in the Wind, sure. Mountain John, sure. Yes, and he changed the lyrics Goodbye, after Norma Lady Di had passed on and played uh, Goodbye, played Norma Jean. Yep. It was um, Candle in the Wind mm -hmm. and Goodbye, Norma Jean. Yes, that was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Amelia, you were about you were about to finish up what you were saying. So, oh ahead. yes, and because the reason I was thinking that that was Jackie Kennedy is because a lot of she to me she made um, JFK president as far as the marriage and everything like that because her political background, and if it wasn't for her, I don't mm. think she, he would be president to this to you know for us at that time. Well, you know, for you guys, because I don't remember him, you know. But, you know, I think that he made it forward for other people to be president. And, yeah. you know, he was wanting to make the country better again at that time, you know, for everyone. But, of course, he yeah. didn't get the chance to. But he was involved in too many crooked deals is what hurt him, I think. Oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking that what happened to her, you know, was an example that if mm -hmm. you are going to, you know, if you're going to mess with us, if you're going to do something like that, if you're going to talk, this is what's going to happen to you, basically. Well, we we know from previous conversations, Mike, that uh, you know the government doesn't like when people talk, even yeah. if everybody. Here's the funny thing about this, okay? Even if everybody knows what's going on, even if the whole world is talking about it, the government, in their infinite stupidity doesn't think everybody else knows okay mm -hmm. so 
they'll take you out for knowing something that everybody knows every anyway. Yeah. It was it was public knowledge in Hollywood. It mm-hmm. was public knowledge that John Kennedy visited there often. Right. Not once oh. in a while. He was there mm-hmm. often. And I'm going to bring up something. And I want as Wendy McGee is still in the um in the chat room. Wendy McGee asked, uh, Wendy McGee, here she says, does anybody mention Frank Sinatra from what happened at his place a few days? Let me tell you what happened, what she's talking about. Frank Sinatra owned a villa mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, okay? And it was set up specifically for the president, okay? Yep. He, spent, he spent millions of millions of dollars to build this villa for President Kennedy to come out and enjoy the weekends with his mistress. Frank Sinatra knew Marilyn Monroe intimately in the biblical sense, okay? President Kennedy, I also believe, knew Marilyn Monroe in the biblical sense. They've been photographed. All of these people we're talking about. Sinatra, Kennedy, Monroe, Bobby, Peter Lawford. They've all been photographed together. Casually, off stage, out of the entertainment business, privately, by people like the CIA, the FBI, people who had access to intelligence. Okay? There's one more person who had access to intelligence. Her name was Marilyn Monroe. She had access to secrets that nobody should have. As I said in the beginning of my show, she was an actress who knew way too much. How did I say it? I want to say it again because it was brilliant, and I just have to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. might take about. a deep dive into the world of conspiracy government cover-ups and a Hollywood actress who knew way too much, and she sure did. She knew way too fucking much. A lot. Now, I, I have a s- slight theory that I want to run by you. Run it, baby, okay. run it. Okay, Marilyn Monroe, actress. Yep. Like I said like I said at the beginning of the show, was known as a ditzy blonde airhead. People would talk freely in front of her because they didn't worry about her. She was brilliant. <laughs> what? Okay, she went on uh, USO shows and stuff like that. With Bob Hope, yep. What What was, you know, and she was able to go places in the military that a lot of people weren't allowed to go to. What was her clearance? I want to tell you right now. Thank you for bringing that up. She had a, G, a G2 clearance. Okay. In case people don't know what a G2 clearance is, it means it's the second level of clearance above high-ranking military level. I, I believe that's what it is. Let me, I'll, I'll find out for you. But she had a G2 clearance, okay? Mm-hmm. It's two levels higher than the presidential level. Somebody with a G-17 clearance means that 17 levels higher than the president. 
There are people out there who have access to stuff the president doesn't have access to. I'm going to give you a case in point. In 19... Um, Bill Clinton was president. And uh, when was it? Um, Clinton was president what? 1998? When was, when was Clinton president? 1993, 92? 92, 93. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone from... Um, the White House, on behalf of the president, wanted to find out what was at Area 51. He wanted to know what they were housing at Area 51. They said, Mr. President, this is a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. You, They're telling the president, you don't need to know, and we're not going to tell you. They did the same thing to George Herbert Walker Bush, who, by the way, was head of the FBI, excuse me, head of the CIA, mm-hmm. and they're telling him he didn't need to know. But there are people like you and me walking around that have higher clearances than the fucking president. But what I, what I was alluding to was, what if Marilyn Monroe wasn't... She was an uh, operative. Is if that what you're getting at? She was an operative. Yeah, she wasn't just an actress. No, she was an operative. That's what I'm telling you. What do you yeah. think she went there for? But who was what she working think? for? That's the question. That's the question. That's the question. Who knows? Who knows? Well, the one who knows is the one who has the most to lose. Okay. Right. Who, who is that? Or is the it, most to gain. Is it Bobby? Is it John? Is it Alan Dulles? I think it was. I think this whole thing, the whole assassination, was bit of Jack Kennedy was being set up, and I think, and let's face it, it was a coup d'état. I think she saw, heard, or heard something, and was trying to get it to the right people. And Johnson, who I firmly believe, headed up the whole thing. I, I, I think it's plausible that you lay out. I think it's a bit convoluted, though, with regard to Marilyn. I think Marilyn was much more basic. Here's what I believe. Here's what I know. By the way, Bill Clinton was president from 93 to 01. Thank you. I want my law. Thank you. Um, here's what I know. I know that she had a diary that she was using as the basis of a book. It was a red book a red diary we know this because she's actually been photographed holding it okay we know that we know that she had a photographic memory we know this factually she had a 200 iq she could remember things verbatim that's why you heard her say in that clip earlier don't make me look like a joke she yeah. didn't mind being a comedian, but she didn't want to look like a joke doing like a it. Ditsy blonde, as they said. <laughs> exactly. She didn't yeah. want to be the dumb blonde. Mm-hmm. She, trust me, she was everything oh. but a dumb blonde. Mm-hmm. Believe right. me. You know the pictures that you were showing us earlier uh, no, with hold, the double hold doors? On a second. Hold on a second, because it's mm-hmm. really important. i got to get this out. Because okay. it, it has directly to do with Mike's mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, assumption there. Mm-hmm. And I want to address it. Marilyn was about to write a tell-all book, 
exposing her relationship with Bobby and John Kennedy. Oh, by the way, there's another person she had an affair with that you've never heard of. Some of you know the name. His name was Peter Lawford. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He was a movie actor. He also happened to be the Rat Pack. Exactly, the Rat Pack. He also happened to be a very dear friend of Frank Sinatra. He also happened to be John F. Kennedy's brother-in-law. Oh, wow. Peter Lawford Mm -hmm. married one of the Kennedy girls. Um, Mm -hmm. The Bobby Kennedy's wife was Ethel. And Peter, somebody find out who Peter Lawford married. Uh, Find out for me, because I'm not going to go online and do that. Um, Sinatra was also on the outs with Lawford for a while. For a while, and it was over money. Yeah. It was over money. What's it always over? It's either either money or women. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't women because Frank Sinatra had the pick of the litter. Yeah. You know? Best saloon singer that ever lived. Yep. The richest saloon singer that ever lived, too. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, though, that we're talking about a time... When people did write tell-all books, it was the beginning of that genre, the tell-all. But she was about to tell something that nobody was ready to hear yet. First of all, you had a president that was way too braggadocious. He was a good-looking guy, and he knew it. He was popular, and he knew it. He was also a sleazebag, and the public didn't know that. Jack Kennedy could not holster his uh, good intentions in, in his pants. Yes, exactly. He couldn't. He couldn't holster holster his weapon, soldier. Um, <laughs> and likewise, his brother was another one that led the little head ruled the big head. Until common sense and reason. Oh, and by the way, being exposed shook them both up enough that I think they both got together and said, well, Bobby, yeah, John, we have to do something about this girl. And I think that's what they did. I think they got together. Well, like I said, I... Go ahead, Mikey. Go ahead, Mike. Like I said, I I firmly believe uh, that... Uh, Johnson, who worked with Dulles, uh, you know, I, I think Johnson, you know, had this coup d'etat planned, and I think he was mostly afraid of Marilyn Monroe that she could have blown it, and I think he took her out. I think he had he ordered I Dulles to take her out. Yeah, I don't think so, and I want to tell you why. John F. Kennedy's assassination came together very quickly. Very, very quickly. It came to, together long after Marilyn was already dead. And I think and I, and I think the reason the Kennedy assassination came together very quickly was because, quite frankly, they had little. T- Don't forget, it was an election year. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK, he was running for president again. And so everybody had that they had to scramble. They had to put this thing together in mm-hmm. within months. Oh, okay. definitely. 
you got to remember something. This is November 22nd, okay? Mm-hmm. One year away from the primary. Like, literally to the month. One year away to the month from the mm-hmm. primary. They had to get him out fast. Oh, definitely. Okay? That's why I don't think Lyndon Johnson had anything to do with Marilyn. Lyndon Johnson had everything to do with with John, for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Because that Texas bastard's got blood all over his fucking oh, hands. Every, everywhere. Uh, He's Peter just dripping in it. Peter Lawford married Patricia Kennedy at first. Say again, what was her name? Patricia Kennedy. Patricia, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Patty Kennedy, yes. Mm-hmm. Who was the mother of... Um, um, Connor and Ed Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, uh, Angela, you do know that uh, Teddy Kennedy, like I said, the forgotten Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, for Rose Kennedy, they were going to give her a burial at sea. They were going to let Teddy drive the hearse. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> if there was ever an untoward um joke at a very inopportune moment that was it <laughs> oh <dear. laughs> i apologize uh, ladies and gentlemen on behalf of my dear friend of 25 fucking years oh my god <laughs> oh jesus what a mess anyway mm-hmm. the, i'll tell you what this <laughs> is this, there's there's a lot there more uh, to those pictures that you showed that uh, that still I you know we still have to, a lot to go over because there's a lot in those pictures that we still... we have to go we got to do a part two yes because we, a, a you know what of... Amelia I think well it's right now while we're on the air mm-hmm. let us combine the Kennedy assassination with Marilyn what do you think. Oh. On my, my birthday. <laughs> by the way, that's Amelia's birthday, November twenty second. Yes. She was born on Assassination Day. Not the year. Not so the I year. gotta bring in Brianna on this one. So you young lady, look, you get a spotlight all to yourself. <laughs> big, big camera. You get the big camera. How did you enjoy your first podcast experience? You didn't say much, but that's okay. It's I know okay. you're nervous. I'm 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 gonna catch on. I'll I'll do it again. <laughs> well, we're gonna see you uh, Thursday night for Chris Benoit, right? Yes. Okay, so you know a lot about wrestling. Yes, I love wrestling. I grew up watching wrestling, and perfect. So I hope you know more about Chris Benoit than that's you do why about I wanted John to bring her on Thursday. <laughs> She was prepared for Thursday, trust me. Amelia, you're supposed to like debrief this poor girl. You told me last minute to bring on from Maryland. <laughs> well, she still had time to be debriefed. Hell, I could Murphy was in the military. He knows how to debrief somebody in 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, see, he don't know what you're I talking know. about. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I'll tell you what. We um Amelia, why don't you tell everybody? What's going on? Um, who we got coming up and, and what's happening? Our shows. As you mentioned, uh, Thursday we have uh, the episode for Chris Benoit. Uh, we believe that it was not a murder-suicide. We believe that it was a murder. And I think it was a hit. Yeah, hit murder. Because why, we're going to have a lot of um, unanswered questions that we're going to be probably hopefully answered. Basically, why would you leave a Bible to, on 
each one of the victims. Basically, that's going to be a major question. And then on the 20th, we're going to have uh, red, white, and blue and screw you, basically, the government. We're going to talk more about that. It's called red, white, and blue and screw you. It's yes. how the government fucks over his citizens. And we're going to do a special. Mike Murphy will be a member of that panel, too. And on the yeah, 27th. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's going to be love, love that one. Yeah. I don't know how a guy that can't spell his name gets 82 million votes, the largest in U.S. history. He cheated. Even Barack Obama. He cheated. Even Barack Obama, who I hated his fucking guts, but respected the fact that he got the, as many votes as he did. And two he terms, saw, by the way. He saw dead oh, people and got him to vote. He, got, he saw dead people, got him to vote, basically. And on the 22nd, we're going to have decoding symbols, how certain symbols mean certain things that we didn't think that they meant. Certain Law things. says, I don't agree with your take on Benoit. He was an evil, murderer, psychopath. I disagree, Slaw. Um, That's well, the thing. That's okay. the thing about shows like this. We agree to disagree. I will yeah. set out to prove that Chris Benoit was not a villain, but rather a victim. Yeah. Uh, and and I have ample proof, I believe, based on the forensics, based on the police reports, based on my own knowledge of the case and people who I know. By the way, Mike Murphy and I have spent our entire lives in professional wrestling. How long have you been in so, the wrestling business? Tell everyone, Angelo. Uh, almost 50 years, 40 years. There you years. go. That's why. And I retired from professional wrestling because I just can't fucking stand to watch it. Now anymore. we have two experts here. And I so can't stand have... to be around the people anymore because they make me sick. And we're going to have two experts here with us. And then on the 22nd, we're going to have decoding symbols of what they really mean. Basically, yes, symbolism. Symbol Mike Murphy will join us for that one as well. Mm-hmm. And Brianna, we you're going to be catching doing... up, right? <laughs> so I, in October, I have some major announcements to make. Oh, absolutely. We are going to have with us Dr. Ellie. Um, I, let me say her last name. I keep messing up her last name. Poor, this do, poor mm-hmm. doctor. Dr. Ellie Diani. She is a cult expert. She is an expert in cults and religious fanaticism. Mm-hmm. And we are going to discover what's behind Charles Manson, Waco, Texas, Branch Davidians. Heaven's Gate, mm-hmm. um, the, Jonestown. Uh, the Amy Carlson cult called Love Has Won, the most dangerous of all these cults. If you thought Jonestown was bad, you ain't seen Amy Carlson's stuff yet. This woman was clear out of her fucking mind. Oh, my gosh. Out <laughs> of her mind. Crazy stuff. Amelia, tell me if I'm... Uh, no, no, I'm I've right. read some of that stuff, and I cannot believe, oh, out my God, of, some of that oh stuff. Oh, man, out of her freaking gourd. Didn't you say that there's some countries as well that are still have her cults going on as well? Yeah. Uh. Five countries around the world have, have embraced this woman's cult. Oh, By yeah. the way, she's well, dead. Well, yes. And there's also the Scientologist. Oh, we're going to do that, too. Oh, yes. We're doing Scientology. Oh, we're not. Brother, I'm going to cover them all. The we're doing like bit. eight <laughs> episodes dedicated, each episode dedicated mm-hmm. to a group. 
yeah, we haven't even scratched the surface yet of what we're going to be doing. You'll have to just stay tuned, please. And then if you have any suggestions, everyone, please go to what's the best podcast page. Mm -hmm. And give us some suggestions, please, of what you want to see. I mean, we are going to do shows mm. beyond your imagination. You just have to give us some ideas of what you want to see. Please yeah. let us know. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, we've got some good ones, man. We got some, we have, we're Also, we're bringing back, uh, in case we haven't mentioned, we're bringing back Wrestling with the Future Thursday night mm -hmm. for that Chris Benoit episode. So if you want to know what our old show was like, you're going to experience it. Thursday night. And Mike Murphy and I are wearing Wrestling with the Future t-shirts. If you want one, we will send you one out. Just tell me if you want it. Tell me what size you got. I think I have I have large and 4X left. That's what I've got left. Because they went. <laughs> <laughs> I got large and 4X. My dad says he'll take an, a large. <laughs> okay, you got it. Well, on behalf of Brianna Holcomb, on behalf of Michael Armageddon Murphy, on behalf of Amelia, the Pitbull. <laughs> I can't help I laugh every time I call you the Pitbull. It's Amelia Chapman. I just put Amelia Bolerio Chapman. I have to roll my R's when I say that. Bolerio. Yeah, which I still can't fucking do anyway. Because I'm anyway. that nice, huh? <laughs> I am the Mad Dog. I'm Angelo Mad Dog Discipio. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time.